0: It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza.
1: Yes, sir. We are locked and loaded on this Wednesday, August the 18th. This is the Prep Rally Podcast brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Henry Apple to my left, Ricky Fires to my right, and got Leland Barclay down in the River Valley. Boys. Last week at this time, I was looking at beautiful water, white sand. Today, I look over and I got Ricky Fires. I, I tell you what, that's that is a complete one hundred and
2: eighty. Welcome back to land, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Welcome back.
0: <laughs> Isn't there something like under the Eighth Amendment, like a cruel and unusual punishment? Should be. Should
3: be.
1: If not, if not, there should be. Absolutely. So I go from beautiful I think it's beaches. Called
3: reality. Yeah, <laughs> it's reality. Yeah. Yep.
1: I go from beautiful beaches to looking at that. So yep. But I've seen worse. Not a lot of worse, but I've seen worse.
2: I've heard women, when you know, at the bar late at night, ruggedly handsome. I got the ruggedly handsome once in my life.
1: You got the ruggedly part anyway. Got yep. that right. So this is Wednesday. So
3: what time was that? <laughs> that was about Years ten o'clock. Years ago,
1: and, and about ten o'clock, it got uh, worse as no, time well, I think it was
3: probably about two a.m. Two
1: thirty.
2: Now I'm Fort Smith. They stay open at 4:30 one time. So it's probably about right
1: around uh, when the sun was coming up. There you go. There you go. So boys. We got some high school football action last night. I think had a little Monday night, too, but we definitely got some last night. And I'm going to start over here to my left with Henry, who was over at the Fort Smith North Side Bentonville West, over at Centerton last night. Henry, what did you see that looked good? A
0: uh, little impressed with Walker Katsavis. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. Close uh, enough. You know, uh, finally when he got a, his first chance to throw the ball, uh, threw it for a touchdown pass. uh 56 yards, uh, hit uh, Damari Smith on the, the sixth play of the scrimmage, and then Northside ha- hangs on to beat Bentonville West 7-6 to six only because West missed an extra point. But, you know, uh, West, I talked to Brian Pratt about this last night. Uh, since he's been here at Bentonville West, he started off with Will Jarrett, a sophomore quarterback. Right. Then when Will J- Jarrett, even in his senior year, Will got hurt, well Dalton McDonald had to be a sophomore starting quarterback. And for the next eleven years he was the quarterback, yep. seemed so, yep. and, like and now this year, here we go again. He's got Jake Casey, a sophomore quarterback, and says, Hey, at least I get three years to groom him and you know, exactly. under the program. And he said this kid has been in the system. That they've been running at West ever since he was in the fifth grade. Wow. So, uh, Well, Henry, he knows it well.
1: Looking at the score, seven to six, it looks like the defense. Did the defenses play well, or did the offenses just struggle a little bit with with mistakes and things? Uh, the
0: offense moved at times, but then again, the defenses would step up when they had to and, and stop scoring drives. But there was mistakes too. I mean, uh, I recall one play where Northside had the ball in West territory, and next thing you know, and uh, Mike Falour mentioned about like, ball snaps over the quarterback's oh boy, head yeah. and next thing you know instead of being around the 35 yard line you're at midfield and yeah. it's second and 25. Those self-inflicted wounds. Now I remember uh, Katsavis being a, a pretty
2: good receiver so is this kind of like uh, Northside done this before take a wide read like Matt Joe. I'm not comparing him to Matt Jones wide receiver to quarterback put the ball in the
0: hand of your best athlete is that what's going on with Northside this year? Actually with with Walker he started the last three games for he Northside yeah, last did. year. And so, in
1: the battle for the – He started start- out at receiver, right? Yes, he, he was did. a if, if you remember, Rick, uh, Drayden Norwood was their quarterback right. to start the season. But he struggled mightily. Yes. Or, you know, Drayden Norwood was, is a, a great defensive back. Yeah, He's a great defensive yes. back. But, like you mentioned, you know you want the ball in the hands of your best athlete. And that's what Mike wanted. But he just – you know, it just just quarterback wasn't his thing, yeah. and they made that switch last year. And there was some kind of a weird thing at the end of that season last year. Remember that Leland with Northside is a little bit of a weird thing with with uh, uh, with with Drayden, and maybe he was injured, and maybe he wasn't, and you know that kind of thing. And Walker just kind of ended up. I think I think what it was is Mike said, "Hey, if we're going to have this guy back next year, let's go ahead and put him in there." And that's and it looks like it may pay dividends for him.
3: Yeah, his first start of the season last year was Cabot. Yeah, um, and I know before the game started, Trey um, Norwood was warming up, was in full uniform, and then for some reason, Walker Cat Sabbats came out, uh, started the game. Uh, he started the final game against I think it was Conway, and then the playoff game. Right, uh, and I think it was a case of. Uh, Mostly, partially, maybe some kind of an injury, and like you said, he just decided, uh, I think it's best just to go with Walker Cat Savitz at this point and uh, prepping for this year.
1: Now, boys, I'm going to give you a little bit of history here. Now, Henry, you weren't with us. Rick was. Leland was. Walker Cat Savitz... Family owns George's restaurant in Fort Smith, so every time you write something good about Walker, you might can get your Ugh. slice of pie or something at George's. You know, maybe I'm just throwing that out there. Uh-uh. Maybe not, but I'm just saying.
0: Well, I have to skip on the pie these oh, days. But, maybe but, I'll uh, make you a sugar free. Uh, yeah, do that or hey, <laughs> uh, a burger or there you, you go. know, uh, there you go. You know, an extra patty
1: make it instead of a single burger, make it a double. For there free. you go. There you I go. I can handle that. There you go. There you go. All right. Um, so he looked good and looks like the defenses look good and Leland. I'm looking at this score. Too of this 7-6, and I'm thinking, my goodness, is Northside's defense back up to its standard? Because last year it really wasn't. If they're if Northside's playing defense like this again, like they did a few years ago, Northside's going to be a handful for every team they play.
3: Well, I think Northside always is pretty good, at least uh, defensively. Uh, they always have some athletes. They always have some size. I know they've moved a few people around defensively because they did lose a lot up front, uh, but I, I think they'll still be very good defensively, and uh, they'd better be in the Central.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's what happened over at the scrimmage. And, uh, uh, Henry, you had the lead story last night. That was the lead scrimmage, and we had photos from that. Uh, Leland, we're going to kick it over to you because this Alma putting 21 points up on Southside, to me, was a little bit surprising.
3: Well, it was. I was pleasantly surprised by both teams. Now, you know, going into that game um, – my expectations were not very high because you know south side's coming off a a pretty down year uh alma started four different quarterbacks uh in games last year and they had had a quarterback battle most of the summer i guess all all summer um and had lost some outstanding players Southside lost you know an an all-state defensive uh
1: Lineman, a linebacker. Um, yeah, something like that yeah. a
3: linebacker that's going to Harding university right. so they they lost really the uh, the best players on their team and i tell you it was i was i was very impressed with both teams Southside took the uh took the possession first they went 14 plays 70 yards touchdown wow and 12 of place. those. Wow. And twelve of those plays were passes. Wow! And then okay. and then Alma came back and tied it up with a long third down um, pass that got them within range, and then Southside comes back and scores. Uh, they go four plays, seventy yards, all four of which were passes. Okay. And they're up fourteen to seven. So the th- first two possessions of the game. Uh, David sorg is 13 of 16 for 135 and two touchdowns
1: now Ricky I'm not a math major but I think 13 of 16 is pretty good
3: um that's 83 percent
1: there you go isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> close yeah, enough close enough <laughs>
3: and then they don't score the rest of the game wow what well, looks like now, David Sorg. Was, they, looks like they played Leland. A, they played a half
1: there you, yeah so. that's that's what they did at my scrimmage so Leeland looked like David sorg um, you know, is going to continue to build off of what he he did last year as a sophomore. As a junior this year, and he's what well, Lila. He goes about six four, right? Six four, six five.
3: He's he's six five, wow. and uh, I tell you, he can wing it. And they have four. I mean, just outstanding receivers. You know, they got Kent Carlisle to come out his senior year. He's a baseball guy. They have Dimitri Lloyd. He's a big receiver, usually plays in the slot. They have Luke Wyatt, who can pro- probably play every position on the field. And then Desmond Lo- Lopez-Fulbright. Um, it's four receive- receivers and a receiving core that I'm not going to say is as good as Fayetteville's. Uh-oh. No, no, don't, don't, no. No. no, no, I'm not. But it's <laughs> okay. very good. But okay. it's very good. Okay. Or Bentonville's. And so now yeah. – and and Coach Dameron has said they're gonna throw the ball. Well good. And they're gonna throw the ball and they're gonna throw the ball. David Sorg ended up nineteen of twenty nine for two twenty-six in one half.
1: That's a, that's great. Oh, now wow. so Leland, there's two things that I take out of looking at this score and reading your account of this scrimmage. Number <laughs> one, Alma's gonna be a better team than they were last year. That's I take that. Much, yeah.
3: Yep, much better. Um and I tell you, the uh, you know, the moving quarterback from Greenwood that certainly doesn't hurt them at all. Right, right. Uh, you know, Joe Trusty's going to be a, a top-notch quarterback in that conference, but that conference is going to be so good Well, and, but, and that's, uh, what that's what I was going to say.
1: That's what I was going to say, Leland. So my first take <clears throat> is that Alma is going to be a better team than they were last year, which makes the 5A West much better. We need Alma to be good, and we need, we need Alma to be good with Harrison to be good. And, you know, the teams in the 5A West, we need them to be better. And when Alma's good, it makes it just makes the conference better. And that's what we well, and I,
3: Yep. And I think any, uh, um, any kind of uh, story of their demise is uh, I think it's probably premature. Good I, deal. I just think Alma's going to be very good. And like I said, you know, having a moving quarterback uh, helps. But they're going to have a big offensive line. They have a big offensive line. That helps. They At did not run the ball very well last night, and that's something that they're going they, – they want to do, and I think they're going to do it much better. Um, defensively, you know, Alma's always pretty good. Right.
1: So that's one take I got out of that, Leland. My second take was Southside's also going to be a much improved team. Um, obviously, he's playing – a recipe for disaster in 7A football, most of the time, is playing a sophomore quarterback, and that's what Southside did last year and it you're going to struggle. I mean you just are going to struggle unless unless you find some rare sophomore who's ready to go, but usually having plan to start starting a sophomore quarterback is a recipe for disaster. Southside had a down year last year, but but David Sorg learned from it, got better as the year went on and it looks like he's really picked it up in the offseason, 7 on 7 team camp and Southside again, Southside being a much better team makes the 7A West a lot better, Ricky. Absolutely. And, you know,
2: uh, we're going to be talking about this. These, keep in mind, these are scrimmage games. They're a half of football. Uh, before fans start reading too much into it, let's remember, the value of this is going to, when they go watch the film for that first week right there, they're going to make a lot of corrections. Yes. And, you know, they say uh, – uh your biggest improvement from week one to week two but yes. well, you got to get there first right so this is going to be so valuable they're going to go through every frame and uh, kids say oh yeah the light bulb is going to go up it did not happen to me but the most good players so this is what, what this is all about sometimes they don't even keep score but you know you got to play for something but don't get too excited about these uh scrimmage games
1: now, last night, uh, uh, Harold McElvain, we had him go over to Greenwood and Fayetteville, and they, they each scored a couple of touchdowns. So that tells me one thing, Leland. Fayetteville is also going to be much improved over last year. We saw it in the 7-on-7 that they played at Shiloh Christian. We saw it in another 7-on-7 they competed in. I believe it was down in Alma. Um, they've got most of their skill position players back this year. Um Fayetteville Fayetteville's, Fayetteville's going to be a tough team in the 7A West, Leland, and, and in the playoffs, I believe. I, I told you this at 7-on-7 7 7 at Shiloh, Leland, Fayetteville will be the most improved team in 7A this year.
3: I think that, that is a very, very safe uh, statement. I think they will be. Now, what we haven't seen, and one thing we didn't see a lot of last night, because uh, and all coaches keep their scrimmages fairly Vanilla. They're not going to show a a whole lot. Right. So the the big question mark for most teams, because also special teams doesn't really come in the scrimmage games. So special teams and how good is Fayetteville going to be defensively? Because we know Bentonville is going to be good defensively. Correct. So how good is Fayetteville going to be defensively? Because, you know, defense is still, um, uh, you know, king and – Especially big boy football. Right.
1: Well, we know any any play that goes to Caden Turner's side is going to be he'll deliver the blows over there. There's no doubt about and that. And now, but, and they got that move in from Ohio. Yeah, they they're going to put it another linebacker. who yeah. yeah. I don't even know if he played last night or not. I have no idea if he played. I don't know. But yeah, Leland, they're going to be just fine. Not only were they going to be okay defensively with Turner, but you're right, Rick. They just got a big move in from Ohio. So you know he, he's he's committed to Arkansas. So they'll they'll be they'll be okay.
2: You know, I was talking to Isaiah for our preseason magazine, and he's just raving about uh, blading uh, Fike, how much. And I got to tell you, I I watched some early Fable games. I remember the scrimmage last year when uh, Fable played Greenwood, and I didn't think Fike was very good at all. I mean, he'd throw a bullet here, and then he'd throw two or three but um, he's he was learning. Really, yeah, yeah he was learning. If Fable's the most improved team,
1: it's going to be because Bladen Fikes is the most improved player in that league. Well, it's like that story I wrote uh, in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette after that uh, scrimmage – yes. I'm sorry, after the 7-on-7. He utilized – what he did is he he took that – what happened to him at the end of the season last year. Yes. Um, it was an embarrassing situation. There, there's no other way to put it. It was embarrassing. What happened – embarrassing for the coaching staff, embarrassing for him as a player not just for that to happen at home, but then to be blasted on national media by yes. that. Some kids would have wilted from that, Rick. Some kids would have gone into a corner and whimpered and, 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 and you know, whatever, and, and, and not him. He, he he stood up and said, you know, by God, I did this, and I'm going to learn from it, and this will never happen again, and I'll be much better for it. You watch. You th- go, ahead, go ahead and sleep on yeah. me. Go ahead and sleep Absolutely on me. Absolutely. Love, love an athlete like yeah. that. yeah. So, uh, so, 14-14, Greenwood, Fayetteville, looks like Isaiah Satanga is, uh, if he's not 100%, well, that's a scary thought because I think he caught about six passes for about 150 yards last night. And, of course, Greenwood, uh, uh, Leland, they look good. Uh, Hunter Houston looked like, like we knew he would. Um, he looked really good. Uh, according to Harold, uh, 12-21 passing, 169 yards and a touchdown. So, there you go. Um, Green, Greenwood, Obviously, going to be good again. Fayetteville, again, in my opinion, they'll be the most improved team in Class 7A, and I'm talking about a deep postseason run. Mark it, book it,
2: because I think they were four and six or four and seven last they were. year,
1: maybe four and seven. They were, and that's yeah. not like Fayetteville. No, so, no. Good luck to them. No. So the game I went to Leland uh, was Shallow Christian at Springdale. This is what happened in that game: opening kickoff, Springdale kicks it. Jacob Solomon takes it back 95 yards for a touchdown. (laughs) Did anybody touch him? (laughs) No. And it kind of went went that way for the rest of the (laughs) scrimmage. Uh, First time that Shiloh touched the ball offensively, Eli Wisdom, he hits Chase Hutchison, uh, 98 yards. They were at the two-yard line. Springdale had punted the ball. It came to rest at the two-yard line. Next play, Shiloh's first offensive play, (laughs) 98-yard touchdown pass. They were up 35-0, um, Springdale, Rick, they Rick, Springdale needs to look at this scrimmage this way. First of all, Shiloh is very, very good. Defending <laughs> defending state champions. Yeah. They are very good. And uh, Leland, I, I hate to make comparisons here and I and I'm and I'm not Uh-oh. gonna compare them to this to the Shiloh 0-8 to ten bunch, but I'm gonna tell you right now they ain't far behind if they're not right there with that bunch. There, there really is not a weakness in this team. Their offensive line is big and, and agile. Their defense with, with Caden Henley and, and Dar and, and and those guys, they're very good. Uh, and special teams, well, <laughs> I just told you, you know, they, they took 197 to the house. Their punter last year averaged about 45 a punt, and he's back. And and uh, they don't have a weakness. They, they just really, they don't.
3: So what you're saying is that they pretty much started off the way they finished up. They did. They did. So that's what
1: Springdale needs to look at this. And and I think Brent I think Brett Hobbs did look at this after the game and he says, you know, uh, first of all, Shiloh Christian's a very, very good team. Springdale did some some good things last night. They didn't they didn't make a lot of silly penalties. That's that's a plus. Yes. That's a plus. Uh, they got better as the scrimmage went on defensively and, and Brooks Muller, their defensive coordinator, uh, was on them. I mean, he's chewing them up one side yep. and down the other when they're coming off the field, and they're learning from it. And if they can handle that and learn from it, Rick, they're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. They also had a couple of bright spots at running back, and they brought in – I think he's a sophomore. Could Their roster on their online wasn't exactly accurate. A uh, little running back named Ronnie Stillwell, uh, Rick, he's kind of a little short, stocky guy, kind of hard to bring down. He ran really hard for them last night, and if they can give him just a little bit of room, I think he can he can be kind of a hammer for them, which is what they would like to do. They would like to run that football and be and have a power run game is what they want to do. He would give them that option if they can, you know, if they can just block for him a little bit.
2: Well, Springdale, Brett Hobbs and Muller, they're going to bring back toughness. They will. I know they probably got whacked last night, <laughs> but they're going to as the season goes on. They're going to develop that toughness. I think uh, the coach, Coach Hobbs, said, "Man, I don't think we're going to be able to outscore Bentonville Fable. We got to get out there and stop some people. Control the football." So, right there, again, you're going to go on tape, and they're going to be up there on that board uh, going over every frame, and you've got to be able to take yep. a constructive take criticism. Coaching. Take coaching. Take I don't care if it is 2021, 20, yeah. everybody's yeah. got feelings now and yeah. offended by everything. You're a football player. You've got to take that constructive criticism, and you better listen to these two guys because they know what they're doing. They've got the credentials, and you're going to be a better player if Rick, you listen to them.
1: It's like that T-shirt that I wear. Lamar Jackson wears this shirt, says, nobody cares. Work nobody harder. you. Nobody yeah, work cares. Harder. Work nobody harder. cares. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, cares. Yeah, but coach, but uh, uh, nobody cares. Right. Work harder. Work harder. Nobody cares. Work harder. So that's what you got to be. And I guarantee you, those two guys know how to coach. They know how to, they know how to take you to the next level if you will listen to it, be coachable, and just play as hard as you can. You know, that's all they're asking. And let me
2: say this about Shiloh too. Sometimes some of our local stars get away, get overlooked, and leave the state. Uh, but, man, Caden Henley, I've been a fan of his for uh, a long yeah. time. And I am yeah. so thankful, so glad that the university of Arkansas. Rick, he's going to be a player there. He's
1: going to be a player yeah. there. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, he's bringing more to the table with him than Grant Morgan, I think, brought with him from Greenwood. Look what Grant Morgan's done. It turned there. out, yes. Yeah. You know why, Rick? Because Grant Morgan did what the coaches told him to do. Whatever it was, yep. he did it. Yep. He did it. And look where he is, from walk-on to all american Yep. You know,
2: I think Caden's uh, going to be the same way. He will be. Skilled player. He'll do anything you ask, play anywhere you yep. want him to play. So I think, uh, I guess what you call him right now, maybe a sleeper.
1: I don't know, stars, five-star, four-star. A little bit under the radar, maybe. Maybe a yeah. little under the radar.
2: Yeah. Uh, but I'll he right he's a
1: great player. He'll be on that radar. He will be on that radar. You can bet on Just that. Just like Grant Morgan. Yep. So, Leland, that's what we saw last night. Of course, you're going to get to go to uh, Thursday. You're going to go Thursday and Friday. You got a couple of more scrimmages to go to. Give us kind of a little bit of a of a rundown of where you're going to be the next couple of days, Leland.
3: Oh man, Thursday and Friday! I'm excited about that. I mean, I know it's just the middle of August at scrimmage games, but I'm super super excited about those two games. And going one thing back, going back to Caden Henley. He's the kind of guy, he just, when I watched him play last year, he reminds me, you guys remember those linebackers back years ago that used to wear those neck rolls? Yeah,
1: like a Jack Lambert type linebacker. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I DeBottis mean, those guys, Bosworth, that yeah. was just,
3: yeah, yeah I mean, they he just reminds me of one of those linebackers like that that wore those neck rolls yeah. back way back yeah.
1: when. He, uh, now, something shallow uh, that they're doing with him, too, is they're using him at H-back a lot and, and back for, for uh, you know, kind of blocking back there for wisdom. And so, you know, he gives him a tough, you know, a, a, an extra – well, he's bigger than most of the linemen anyway. Yeah. You know, cause this kid it easily goes 6'2", yeah. if not a little over 6'2", uh, and about 225, which is how I used to look back in my prime. Used to. <laughs> yeah. I meant five um, five two, two twenty five. Maybe. Uh but anyway, so they've got him back there and so, so Wisdom's got his AKA bodyguard back there. Um so you know, they he's probably not gonna hand put on him. Um, but but Henley scored two touchdowns last night. He caught a little screen pass and took it forty three yards to the house. Oh, scored okay, that way yeah. and then okay. and yeah. then they then they got gave him the ball. They forced a fumble deep and he scored on a little short touchdown run. Uh I think he carried about three guys into the end zone with him. Um, so anyway, they're utilizing him playing both ways. They'll, you know, you know when he'll rest, Rick. When when he graduates? he can rest. But, in. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, you yeah. can rest in. Yeah, we, we, we got to have you. We exactly. need you exactly. So anyway, they look good. But Leland, you're going to catch. Uh, one, I know you're going over to Cedarville. Um, is that tomorrow or Friday?
3: Uh, that is that is uh, Thursday. That's Thursday. That's tomorrow. Cedarville, uh, Cedarville, Cedarville is Whitman. hosting. Cedarville is hosting Quitman. Yes. And regardless of classification. Cedarville has one of the best running backs in the state. Absolutely, Daryl
1: Absolutely, they he, do. He
3: led the state in rushing last year during the regular season. Yep. Finished with two thousand and nine yards.
1: And Leland, he didn't play and, all of a lot of those games. He, he, he didn't oh, play. Oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah. So.
3: He, and and a lot of those games, he might have let you know he might have had eleven carries. Yeah. So regardless of mm-hmm. classification, he's one of the best running backs in the state. Yes, sir. And Quitman has a quarterback, Will Litton, who is also he's going to be a senior. But last year, uh, there's there's some, there's some stats I started keeping a few years ago research and researching stuff was, uh, uh, you know, dual threat type quarterbacks. And one of the things I found was there's not very many quarterbacks that can throw for 2,000 and rush for 1,000 in the same year. Uh, there's not very many quarterbacks that have ever thrown for 200 and rushed for 200 yards in the, the same game. game. Right. right. And there's not very many quarterbacks that have passed for over twenty touchdowns and run for over twenty touchdowns in a season. I mean, all three of those things are just, you know, right. Very, very difficult to do. This guy did all three of those last all year. All three, yes. Wow. Yep. All yep. three. So yep. I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, you know, them and both of these teams also not just the you know, these two players, but both of these teams have very, very high expectations they this do. year too. They do. So 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 they're expecting to make good playoff runs too.
1: What a what a great job Max Washhausen has done over at Cedarville. Uh, he's a, a regional, he's a Prairie Grove boy. Played came up through the Danny Absher tree. Um, he you know he he runs that he runs that wing tee. Uh, they throw it a little bit, uh, not much. They'll throw it a little bit, but uh, you know he's he's born and raised in that wing tee. Uh, you know, the Tommy Tice to Danny, Danny Abshire. yeah, two, yeah, there yep. you go. Um, so, anyway, uh, great job. He's done a great job over there, and he has built that program from, from the ground up. I like his
2: attitude, too. i was doing a preview about uh, the league race, it's gonna be Charleston, gonna be, he said, No, it's us. Well, we're gonna win that league. There you go. So, I, I like that attitude I love right it.
1: there. I love it. So,
3: well, so, and, I th- and I think they're gonna throw it a little bit more this year, will. too. I mean, they, and plus, they've got a quarterback, and I don't remember the exact number, but. He scored an ACT already in the in the low thirties.
1: Yeah, and I, I know Hayden. I think Hayden Partain. uh might be yeah. the, he's yeah. a fullback. a yeah. uh, tight end. And see, y'all are just oh, raving. that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah, y'all are raving about that thirty-two. I scored a thirty-two on the ACT. I mean time. How many I mean times? How Three times. I took it three times. <laughs> this kid did it one time, which that's How who? Does. Big deal. He did it one time. Okay. I was, I, I'm the one who kept going in there. I'm the one who should be
2: applauded They must for that. have changed. I thought we was trying to get to 18. I got to 16. I thought we were trying to get to 18.
1: They told me the if day. I just spelled my name right on one of them, I would have got a little bit higher <laughs> score. But you How know, close <laughs> did you get to that? I missed it by one letter. All right. Missed it by one letter. Um, so that's on Thursday night. And then, Leland, you get to catch a little hillbilly action on Friday night.
3: Absolutely. Ozark is hosting Mall Mail. And, of course, you know, we all, I think – Most of us are familiar with some of the players Mel has, a couple of Razorbacks coming to town. So it's going to be real interesting to see how those big guys uh, for Ozark on both lines handle a couple of those guys. So that's that's going to be a really interesting game as well. I bet
1: they can out-eat them before the game.
3: Well, they've yeah. got three guys now. One of them is down to about two eighty, so they don't have three three hundred on... pounders e- anymore.
1: he had been doing keto, hadn't he? he, been, he been <laughs> keto he's
3: uh, I, well, I think the 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 weight that he lost, I think he turned it all into muscle. Ooh, okay, okay. So all he's right. uh. So I, you know, it's going to be that's going to be a good uh, contest too, and that's also two more teams that have very high expectations yes, going into the season.
1: Yes, sir. So Rick, what weighs more, five pounds of muscle or five pounds of uh, fat? Um, same. There you go. There, you got wow, it. Wow! <laughs> I stunned myself. <laughs> I got a math question See right there. Ricky, Ricky can he can cipher a little bit? Okay, Henry, he can cipher.
0: He, he has those splashes of
1: brilliance Henry, every once in a while. I wouldn't say brilliance, but uh, yeah. Hey, Henry, <laughs> it's like my basketball coach used to tell me if I made a bucket or two in a basketball game. He'd say, "Even a blind squirrel can find an acre every now and then." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Now, what about maybe my maybe. game on Thursday? So you, so uh, Ricky, I'm coming to you. So I'm excited. I'm let no let us tell
2: us about it. Uh, who have I got? <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've got a scrimmage game, Van buren Porner, yes, Crosby tuck former yes, Shiloh Christian yes, standout, played with played played Arkansas. Arkansas. Yep. And we got Farmington Cardinals, the new look, Farmington Cardinals with J.R. Eldridge. Now, you're talking about bringing toughness to you a program. Bring it to, hey, I um I think I'm doing a column. Yeah, I've, I've done it, working on it, about some of the coaching changes. And I'll, I'll never forget this quote. I was asking around when J.R. got um, – uh, hired, I went to one of his former teammates at fable Fayetteville wasn't very good back then, four and six, five and five or something like that, but he was an all-state. J.R. was an all-state linebacker. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this guy, I think it was uh, Shep Campbell or uh, Seth Campbell, one of the Campbell boys, and he said, man, he had like uh, almost like a, bro- uh, a broken ankle, still led the team in tackles. Harley didn't take off a play. And uh, uh, Miss Campbell said, I love this guy. Uh, Farmington fans are going to love this, tough. He said he eats dirt for breakfast. Yeah. That's my kind of guy. Yeah. No, Not a cinnamon roll, right. not a three-edged omelet, no. dirt. Now, so Ricky, that's my kind of guy right Ricky there. Ricky
1: Farmington's kids are going to have to do the same thing Springdale kids. they got to be able to take tough coaching. Yep. He's going to love on them, but when they need that rear end chewed, he's yep. going to be there for He's he going to deliver both of them. He's going he to put an arm around their shoulder, tell them he loves them, but when they need it, they're going to get lit up and and yep. if you can take that and you can learn from it this is the guy Ricky who's got a pedigree ain't, ain't yep. a lot of coaches out there's got this dude's pedigree
2: i think uh i looked it up he's 93 and 36 maybe but 22 and 8 in playoff games where they telling you right there he he's been to, he. to a lot of play north luark uh, uh arkadelphia yes, all kind of play but he's back here in northwest arkansas he loves being here so it's not a real game but i'm really excited i'm going to go to press box get me a chili dog and sit there for about uh, about noon tomorrow.
1: Now, Henry, let me play the "what if" game with you. If Mo Henry is still the coach at a coach at Shallow Christian, Malachi Henry Leland would have been playing on the Shallow Christian team. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs>
0: wow! They wouldn't have enough footballs there at Shallow yeah. Christian for yeah. everybody.
1: <laughs> Just let that sink in a minute. This is a kid that grew up in that system. And and then and then Moe took the job with Crosby Tuck as a defensive coordinator at Van Buren, which is a great move for Mo. That's great. Yes. But Shallow Christian would have had Malachi Henry on this last year as a sophomore and this year as a junior. Let that sink in a minute. And then 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 we might be talking about equal to the two thousand eight to two thousand ten. Uh, shallow team. But Van
2: Buren's got more than that,
1: don't they? They do. They do. And Van Buren's going to be fine. So you'll you'll have a good one over there. And then Henry, we've got Bentonville and Harbor going over to Tulsa. I believe they're going to Union. Is it uh, Union? Yeah, or? Tulsa
0: Union for the Union uh, Gridiron. Classic. Always go
1: over there every year, and that's I think what Henry's now. Last year it changed a little bit. There are only three teams al- allowed to come over, or something like that, or what yeah. they they did something because of COVID.
0: They, they, because of COVID, well. Bentonville and uh, Harbor couldn't even go they over there because go. the that's AAA right. ruling that's was right. that uh, no more than two teams in one site. So Bentonville and Harbor ended up playing a scrimmage against each, each uh, other. That's so, right. But yeah, usually on normal circumstances, uh, they go over there and there's there's six teams playing uh, over there Thursday night. You got Bentonville playing Owasso for two quarters. Uh, I'm not sure who it is. That, uh, Harbor's playing, Harbor's playing the first scrimmage, and then Bentonville's the second, and then Union's playing somebody else in the
1: third one. Gotcha, gotcha. If you want to catch a little football, get over to Tulsa. Yeah, uh, that football. Yeah, that'd be, be some nice little football, football going ship on. Blankenship
2: still at Owasso? Uh,
1: yes. Woo. yeah. And then also last night, Henry had Rodgers and Harrison. They scrimmaged each other last night. Yeah, and the
0: varsity went first, and that ended up uh, Rodgers won, but 28-21. There you go. So that uh, tells you right there, uh, yeah, Rodgers can still move the football, yes, sir. But, oh, by the way, Harrison—they're going to move the football too, yeah. even if they don't have
1: a Cole Kilon. Exactly. And uh, of course, we talked about this a while ago. The 5A West, I think, will be a much improved conference this year, top to bottom. Uh, I think Clarksville's going to be a, a, even a better team that Chris uh, Butner. Butner's been building a program there. That's hard to say fast. Chris Butner's been building. <laughs> Butner's been building. Yeah, there you okay. go. Uh, he's been building up over there. Of course, they run that the single wing, it, which is the old school offense over there. But uh, they were a playoff team last year, Ricky, and won a playoff game. Clarksville did. I I really like that conference. It's, I do too. You know,
2: Farmington's in it, and here what a couple of years, Prairie Grove's going to be in it. Well, and and,
1: uh, and Shadow Christian's going to be. Shadow's going to. Yeah, it. Gonna yeah be they'll out. all be in it next year. Yeah, so, I, I uh, next talk, year. Yeah. I talked to Jeff Conaway a little bit last night after after the scrimmage over there, and I said, Jeff, I know you guys. I, I don't know what your feelings are. You may not be looking forward to to making that move to the five A West, but I am def, I am looking forward to the five A West with you and and Prairie Grove being in it because it's going to be like all the old gangs back together again. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's like a
2: footprint. I don't like yeah. these leagues where, where, who was it, Greenbrier, uh, all the way on the other side of Little Rock, yeah. and they're all spread out all across the state. It's more of a footprint up here. Exactly. Well, you're going to have
1: old oh, guys like us get around more. Yeah, well, but, Rick, you're going to have Farmington and Prairie Grove yes. back together in the same conference. So, you yep. know, those, those are going to bring a lot of fans. Yep. You know, they are. Big Shiloh, wherever they go, they're going to travel well, and, and people yep. are going to show up, you know, to, to see them play. Alma needs to be good, Leland. They they need to be good, and it makes the five A West better. And nobody travels better or hosts better than Alma does. Okay. Oh
3: no. Uh, you know it's been you know and don't forget P
1: Ridge and P Ridge is a program that's uh, yeah. building with with Bray Cook and you know and, and it's just I, I I love it. I mean I, I'm going to love this five A West. I wish Huntsville would, would 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 be would be in the conference there. You know we barely missed it, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be a great conference. I don't want to look look too far ahead but because we still have this season to play but I'm excited about it yeah and we're talking about Huntsville Huntsville was just right on that border they
0: but were don't forget and uh unfortunately I was the one that got to spring the news on Danny Abshire that yeah. uh, he got to go up the 5a in the next cycle and, <laughs> yeah. while he was on the grass but you know there's all been this talk that once this Bella Vista byway gets completed Get ready. Grab it. We'll be the next grab one to get the up next. there
1: and shoot up there. And Berryville and is not rolling that, rolling too far edge. behind. You're right. They're rolling that edge. The 5A West, the 4 a One's going to be the 5A West is what's going to happen.
2: Hey, let, let, me, let me ask you guys this. I just saw during the census, where and I was stunned by this, that the city of Fayetteville has passed Fort Smith as the second largest city in the state. That, that just stuns me. That is correct. Because I've been in Arkansas for a long time, and I already knew Fort Smith as a second city. Now, I've always kind of joked, uh, says, well, when's Fayetteville going to build a second high school? I said, well, they already got it. It's called Farmington. Yeah, uh, and Elkins. But, and Elkins, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all you got to do is drive yeah. out either way. You're yeah. going to see. But, man, does that do anything to Fayetteville, or What do you think, Henry? The,
0: uh, the only thing with that is – Fayetteville is so bound up. Landlocked. Yeah. Landlocked. Yeah. That is their biggest problem. They can't grow south because there's Greenland. They yeah. can't go west because there's Farmington. They can't go east because there's Elkins. They can't go north because there's Springdale.
1: Springdale. So they're kind of landlocked. Well, Ricky, and keep in mind too that this big population increase that Fayetteville has, a lot of it is the students at the U of A. Yeah. So, so they get yeah they get to count the students
2: yeah. even even though they may be from Sherwood well, they're, they're or here, something. They're
1: here for for nine or ten months or longer out of the year. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, well, I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you, if you also look at
0: that census and all that, uh, it's not going to be long before you see.
1: Bentonville pass up a Conway, and Springdale's going to pass Fort Smith too, Rick. And the next sense is Springdale will pass Fort Smith. Springdale, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which
2: would Smith. be the next third high school? I mean, will there be? If it, will it be Rogers, Bentonville? Well, Springdale? that's a good question. Yeah.
1: that's good. See, Springdale's. Well, I know, think be Don, Springdale. Well, Springdale's got the Don, Ty, Don Tyson Innovation. <laughs> yeah, in a school, school of innovation. Of mean, so yeah. technically, they do have a third high school. Yeah. The only thing Don Tyson
0: doesn't do athletics, and yeah. Rogers has the little technical school. Right. But they're their kids are still allowed to play at either Heritage or High sc- or at Rogers High School. You know, it's a case where you look at Bentonville was right up there in the 50,000-plus and yep. hitting 60,000 and growing every day. Then you start adding Bella Vista, which is 30, around 30,000. 30, There's Centerton, who went and almost doubled in size yep. from – 2010, 2020. Yeah, you can. uh Yeah, thank you, Mary. I moved into there center. There you go. Center too, <laughs> Henry, so. put them over the top. <laughs> yeah, you put you them know, over the top. Yeah. So you take this, it's not going to be long for Bentonville's
1: going to have to go somewhere and get a third high school. Wow. And, and but, just a remarkable. But it's also like Henry mentioned too, the Bella Vista bypass pushes people into Gravit. And P Ridge, Rick, is like Farmington. They're building houses like crazy. So, you know, it, De facto, P Ridge and and Gravit is Bentonville's third high school. You know, yep, yeah, P Ridge I, on one yeah. side of Bella Vista and Gravit on the other side of Bella Vista, and that's all. That's you know, Bentonville schools is Bella Vista. So as the, as more people move into those areas of Bella Vista and pushes out into Gravit and P mm-hmm. Ridge, that's where those schools are, are seeing a lot of growth. And it
2: just shows you how we're, uh, it's a pleasure to live up here. I've, I've I'm from East Arkansas. I've worked all over the state, Pine Bluff, Fort Smith, and man, this area is just keep growing. It's very prosperous, and we're just fortunate to be involved in this and high school athletics in this area. Absolutely. For sure.
1: So, Paul Boyd, uh, Leland is not with us today, but Paul's going to have a a couple, I need to mention a couple things coming up here. Uh, First of all, this Sunday, uh, the prep Rally football section will come out this Sunday. Uh, You'll want to look for that uh, in the uh, Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Uh, You can buy a copy uh, of the Sunday paper. If you're not a subscriber, you'll get it thrown in your driveway. Hopefully not in the ditch, but in the driveway. Um, If it's not thrown at your house and you want to buy it, you can buy that at a lot of the Walmart stores and some convenience stores and uh, maybe some Walgreens and stuff out there. Um, So you'll want to get a copy of Prep Rally, which we just finished up with it. They're going to print it this afternoon or this evening. So that'll be in the Sunday edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Also, Paul Boyd, who I mentioned, he is working on a big prep volleyball preview that will also be coming out this weekend. Um, So he will highlight and uh, talk about volleyball, in which we mentioned last week, Rick, four of the five 2020 state volleyball champions are from our region. Four of the five. The only one not from this region, was Valley View, Valley View. Uh, over in Fort North, Northeast Jonesboro. Arkansas, yep. Jonesboro area. The other four, Mansfield, Hackett, Greenwood, Fayetteville, all from here. And they're all back again and all very, very good. So Paul uh, will handle all that, and he'll have a nice preview on that. Got that coming up. And next week, Leland, we hit the ground. Leland gets to bat leadoff next Thursday night. The Battle of Rogers Avenue. Rick, you've been to those before. I've been to those before. Them. I still think it's the number one rivalry in the state. And I'm not, nothing you can tell me is going to change my mind, even if what I'm you tell me you. is true. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm sticking <laughs> with. That's going to be played over at Jim Rowland Stadium at Southside, North Side. Now, Mike Falour, I don't know how much statistics Mike Falour keeps up with, Leland, but he knew he knows one statistic five. And that's how many times in a row years in a row they've won that game.
3: Well, and they don't want to lose it, they you know. At at, at media day, you know, we talked to—I talked to, talk to Southside kids about that that day. I talked to Northside kids about that, and uh, you know, those rivalry games mean a lot. They to, those, do. to those players, especially. They do. And you talk about Northside Southside being probably the best rivalry in the state, in my opinion. It's it's about the only. Intra-city rivalry that's left. You know, Holland Central is no more. Um, I mean, that's just a rare thing anymore to have an intra-city rivalry. I mean, we talk about Vaneer and Alma being closed. Uh, some others, you know, um, the Rogers and yeah. the um, Springdale. You know, Springdale and they have one, but that's so that's so young and, and new, it's, right? Right. And new. Um, you know, it's just it's a it's a rare thing, and uh, you know it means a lot.
1: Well, and and two, uh, Leland, the north side, south side. If you take it back to its beginning in 1960, you had the integration going on at that time. Um, there's a lot of other factors involved in that in that Fort Smith rivalry that 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 school that the schools today don't face. And uh, well,
3: we and, and we all know that Rogers Avenue is kind of the the. You know that's the main road right. that goes from Oklahoma all the way through the city and down into you know the other counties. Right. Battle of Rogers Avenue, it's- obviously. So I mean, even the name. I mean, there's just you're you're right. There's so many things, and then of course Fort Smith was renamed North Side, and then right. the new one was South Side. So right. I mean, just the name itself. Uh, yeah, lots of lots of reasons why. Northside, is side, still the top rivalry in the state. And, exactly. and exactly.
2: Leland, you hit it right there. Roger everybody knows Rogers Avenue. It goes right down through the middle of town. Right now, I don't know what the zoning district for between Harbor and Springdale High is. I don't know what Rogers Heritage and Rogers. If you're in Fort Smith, you know exactly you do. Which way uh, you know exactly where Northside Kids go and Southside
1: kids go. You do. And Leland will have that. That'll be next Thursday night over at Southside. So Leland will have that that story. In the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, he'll have a preview of that in the Thursday edition. And then also next week, Henry, we got Hooten's rankings and predictions coming out with our game capsules. Henry's got a feature story of, of some sort next week. Do you know who that is yet, Henry? Let's keep people in suspense Keeping a it under wraps. I got you. <laughs> How about our
2: you? cover boy? Can we, should we tell the people who that is? We can, keep uh, that it?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Rick, I, you wrote
2: that. I, I, well, it's not some uh, the, the photo, the photo, you're going to love this photo of Isaiah Satania. Uh, great player. Yeah, he's going to go to Oregon. Doesn't matter. He's ours. Exactly. He's a great player. And the graphics guy, the photo guy, did an excellent job on, on this picture. It's called the, – he's the Flash. The Flash. I mean, with, with good reason. He's yeah. one of the fastest guys, you know, in high in the, school In the football. country, yeah. But that is a beautiful – I've seen the cover. That is beautiful. So – just be looking for the flash, and you'll Sunday. get
1: all the other information on Sunday. Now, something else I'll drop, also throw this teaser out for, to you. This The college football section that we're, that we're working on now will come out August the 28th, I believe, 29th, something like that, on that Sunday. 29th Sunday. Yeah, August the 29th, the week before the Hogs play their first game. Now, Rick, we were tossing around ideas for the cover shot for that, and I said, you know who I want? Guess who I wanted, Rick? Guess who I said. and This is who I got. Grant Morgan. Grant Morgan. Yeah. Why do I? Why did I want Grant Morgan? because he's one of our guys. He's one of our he's guys. He's one of our guys, and I want Grant Morgan to be on the cover. He's earned it. He deserves it. And I said this four years ago or five years ago or 13 years – whenever it was, seemed like Grant Morgan played at Greenwood in <laughs> 1875 or whenever it was a long time ago. It's one of the best kids I've ever interviewed, ever. For Forty years in this business, he's still one of the best kids I've ever interviewed. And uh, I can't say enough about Grant Morgan. I can't say enough about that family. And, and uh, uh, Clay Henry's got a nice story on him. Uh, in that will be in that college football section. And then also, Leland, and you'll like this, um, I got a ch- nice chance to interview Kim Dameron, the Southside coach at Media Day down at River Valley that week. And, of course, I couldn't let Kim Dameron out of the chair without asking him about putting that whoop on Texas. When he played at Arkansas, forty-two to eleven, I believe. He said, "I don't remember all my games at Arkansas, but I remember I that remember, one." Remember, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember that one. We're gonna get some more of those too. So uh, anyway, I was able to give that to Clay, and he was able to to uh, turn that into a nice story on Kim Dameron. And uh, of course, with Texas, Oklahoma coming into the SEC at some point, maybe next year, might be twenty twenty-five, or some point in between, whenever that is. Uh, but anyway, so uh, again, Kim Dameron, Ricky. He's one of ours. He's, he's one he's, of ours. He's one of us. He's he's one a, of he us. was a
2: Bentonville and Rogers, and he back, and he played D back and a little receiver, and now he's a coach. So, man, love that guy. Love our guys right here. And you go back Grant Morgan, a walk on. That's the Arkansas story. Kid who refused to uh, say no, come up here,
1: proved himself. Now he's our cover boy. Yes, sir. Now Leland, before I close, I was thinking about this yesterday. Greenwood. Has had as big an impact on Arkansas football, I believe, as any high school in this state in the last fifteen years, Leland.
3: Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. I mean, you, of course, the Morgan brothers and yep. you guys talk about Grant. You know, he was he was going to Air Force. Yes. And then, of course, Arkansas came back and offered him a preferred walk-on status. Right. Whichever, whatever that means. He, yeah. 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 And of course, he jumped at that, and uh, you know, it, you know. The yeah. rest is history. But And then you throw in Tyler, Tyler Wilson. Tyler Wilson, yep, yep. Connor Nolan. So, Connor Nolan. Yep. So, yeah, they've they've made certainly an impact. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. So that's all I've got. And, uh, again, if you are not a subscriber to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, we'd love to have you be on our team. Uh, we will have – if you want prep football coverage, there's no other place to get it from us. Uh, and we're going to give it to you every single day. Um, You can be a subscriber by going to our website, nwaonline.com. Click on the subscribe button. Be a member of our team. If if you want to know what's going on in Hackett, if you want to read Leland Barclay's River Valley Report, that will be every week starting uh, Leland next week or the week after, I believe. I've got my dates right the week after. Um, Leland will handle the coverage of the River Valley. We will have video. We'll have photos. We will have stories. We'll have features. We'll have recaps. Everything to do in the world of prep sports, we will have it like nobody else. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Playtime's over. I'm Absolutely. glad you're
2: back off uh, you know, you traveling world like Gulliver or something. Glad you're back.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Leland, thanks for being with us today. I'm Chip Souza for Leland Barclay, Henry Apple, and Ricky Fires. This has been Prep Rally, the podcast, and we'll catch you next week when we'll talk about even more sports. So come back and join us. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud,
3: Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.